passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. 17 weeks, 4 quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. Welcome back, everybody, to the Winning Drive podcast. I am Rita Hubbard, the NFL chick, co-host of Baltimore Postgame Uncensored on 105.7 The Fan. Here with my guy, Cordell Woodland of Shaking It Up Sports on 105.7 The Fan, as well as the Ravens reporter. Ravens play Pittsburgh for the first time this season. It's crazy because um, back in the day, I say back in the day, but yeah, like 2006, they started like this. I think they played Thanksgiving and Christmas. So now we're like a little bit after Thanksgiving and then then they play New Year's uh, Day. So it feels kind of like back to normal, but it also feels weird because, you know, it's December and this is the first time this year that they're going to play the Steelers so um team two different teams that had two different starts uh and appeared to be trending in two different ways so you know obviously we know um Cordell that the Steelers started with Mitch Trubisky and eventually brought in Kenny Pickett their starting quarterback uh that they that they drafted um, in the 2022 NFL draft. And he struggled at first, but after the bye week, he's improved. Um, and, you know, the Steelers have, have won a few games as a result. I think he's three and one um, since their bye week. So 
here we go. Divisional game. The Ravens are starting Tyler Huntley uh, because we know that uh, Lamar has a sprained PCL, which means he will be out for a couple of weeks. So this will be Tyler's first start of the season. And this is interesting. Um, I'll start with the offense for the Steelers first, since we talked about um, Pickett. Well, you know, the this is a group that they have talent. And for, particularly, you know, at the wide receiver position, I know that they traded um, Chase Claypool to Chicago, but they still have other guys. George Pickens, who a lot of guys um, and the, the Ravens flock really wanted coming out of college plays for them and he's done really well for them and Pickett just has really improved each and every week so they're still not scoring any points um 28th and points scored so they ain't blowing nobody out the water and in terms of points scored but they have improved you know obviously from earlier this season um they run the ball really well and while we know that that's something the Ravens are good at, their second, I believe, in yards per game that they give up, the Steelers like to run the football. Um, how concerned are you that if the Steelers decide that their passing attack is a more potent offense against this Ravens team, that it will be effective and efficient? Because, I, I, I mean, nobody's running the ball against the Ravens. Let's be real here. Um it, nobody's going to have a field day. If Kareem Hunt and uh, and and my other guy in Cleveland didn't have a field day, um, I don't think, thank you. And Saquon Barkley didn't have a field day. Right. I, I don't expect the the Steelers to be the team that's going to be the ones that say we're going to have you know this multiple hundred yard uh, day against the Ravens. So it's a pretty good chance that the Ravens defense will run uh shut the run game the run game down i don't know why i can't speak today but i'm gonna get it together <laughs> there's a really good chance that the ravens defense will shut down the run game of the steelers yeah oh, my concern sure. is the passing defense i mean look this is this is a group that has struggled uh this is a group that we've seen some struggles from marcus peters we've seen some struggles from brandon stevens and as well as marlon humphrey has played at times chuck Clark has not played well. At times, Geno Stone has not played well. Yes, Kyle Hamilton comes back. Is this the week that Marcus Williams comes back? Possibly. You know, okay. we'll see. They haven't had to really add him onto the injury report yet because he's not activated. So um, we don't officially know just yet, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if this, this is possibly the week. If they give him one more, uh, if they can, I got to see when the 2021-day 20, window yeah. uh, started. But I believe he still has one more game that he he can miss. I, I believe I have to check it. But they could use him um, because, to your point, I would not be surprised if this is kind of a game where, sure, the Ravens force the Steelers to go one-dimensional, and yet the Steelers go out there and throw the ball all over the football field. We've seen it happen to this team on more, more than one occasion. Um, and right now, you know, I do want to see – how the Ravens do against that run game because it's not like Najee Harris is getting wide open holes. A lot of the stuff is him just making it happen on his own. He's got uh, over 85 yards in three of his last four games, uh, three touchdowns in that span as well. Najee is really starting to turn it on. And it's amazing because at one point people were starting to talk like Najee's not 
you know, that guy, I, I think he's very good. I just think that he has to play behind a poor offensive line to say the least. Um, and everything he gets, he has to earn, but he can, he earns quite a few yards and chunks. And especially as of late, um, I don't know if that's going to happen against the Ravens. They've been very good against the run pretty much all year. Roquan has been, he's, he's about the shortest tackler in the NFL right now. Um, I don't know how how much Najee will be able to get off on the ground, but one thing about Matt Canada and the Steelers, they're going to keep running it. Najee's going to get close to 20 rushes. He's going to get a couple of pass targets. He's going to be involved. Um, so can they tackle him for four quarters? That'll definitely be a key. Uh, you look at George Pickens, you know, if they if it's a situation, because I would imagine they're going to want to have Marlon really on uh, Deontay in that slot. You don't, I know Deontay Johnson hasn't really been the Deontay Johnson that we've seen in the past. Yeah. Uh, but he's still a very good route runner. He's, he's still a guy that can eat you alive in the middle of the field. Um, he has problems not necessarily catching the ball sometimes, but he can get open and you don't want him to have a day where he's getting eight catches in a game, eight to 10 tech, eight, eight to 10 catches because he'll have those 12 targets most likely. Um, but George Pickens on Marcus Peters, I think, is the matchup you really want to look at. Between that and the Pat Frymuth on whether it be Patrick Wing, who looks like he dodged uh, a major injury with a, just a thigh bruise. He's been out there practicing, which is good. Um, but Pat Frymuth against the safeties, Kyle Hamilton potentially coming back in this game, Roquan Smith in coverage. The Ravens have got some guys that they can really put out there in coverage situations. Uh, we'll see what happens. One thing to definitely look at, though, uh, Najee's dealing with an oblique injury. So I know the, the Steelers, he, he's missed, Najee's missed practice a couple times this week uh, already. So yeah. it'll, uh, we'll see how that ends up translating to Sunday. But yeah. Um, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And they and they have Najee. Um, he went out in one of the games that they had, mm -hmm. and their backup running back actually played well yeah. um, in his yeah. absence. Yeah. So you know, it's it's not that you like you said they're going to commit to the run, <laughs> Greg Roman. They're going to commit to the run, um, and it doesn't matter who it is. You know what I mean? They're they're that's who they are. That's their identity, and it also helps their their quarterback. Obviously, um, it helps with play action. Thing you know things that can help a, a young rookie kind of get things along. So I, I, again, I don't expect success. And I agree with you. I think it got to be all four quarters, right? Because we saw the same situation with Saquon Barkley where, um, you know, he went and, and Chubb as well, Nick Chubb. I don't know why I couldn't remember Nick Chubb's name earlier, but Hey, it is what it is. Nick Chubb and Saquon Barkley for three quarters were pretty much contained. And in that fourth quarter for both games, they, they, they started getting, you know, a little bit more yardage, um, in, in those games. And so you could say that that was just a wearing down of sorts, you know, from a, uh, from the defense. And, and that's usually what the game plan is, right? That's what the run game is supposed to do. 
I do um, think that I don't, I don't have really an issue with that, quite frankly. My issue is more so about the fact that they do have young guys um, on the outside in the slot that uh -huh. can catch the football. They do have guys that can pose as a matchup problem for this secondary that has struggled at times this year. Um, and so, you know, it, it, while it doesn't seem to be like they're going to put their, their rookie quarterback in any type of um, disarray in terms of like, oh, we're going to throw the ball, you know, 40 times because we feel like that's the best way to win the football game. You know, you still got to worry about, I don't know, the 23 times maybe that he does throw the football, right? Because the Ravens have struggled in that regard. And um so I, I think this is a game that your pass rush has to be on point. It has to be consistent. It has to be, I mean, listen, I'm not, I, I'm not suggesting them to do any type of wink <laughs> thing where right. you pretty much, you know, every other down you rush into pass. Look, if right. you can get some, if you can get some penetration off of your front four, you know, guys, your top four guys across that line, that's great enough. Coverage sacks are, are, are are a huge deal right but you know listen this is the time that you want to get Kenny Pickett rattled you do not want to get him comfortable in that type of situation you want him to be not knowing where the pass rush is coming from you want him to get uncomfortable and yes it could lead to you know play calls that allows quicker passes to come out something that we pretty much saw in the Jacksonville game but you know I I I feel like that the way that you can control this game is simply how you just make sure that you are consistently attacking their quarterback and shutting down the run. Those two things, I believe, are what is needed in order for the Ravens to come out with a victory. Yeah, I mean, and you, you mentioned the covered sacks. You know, you can get to Kenny Pickett. He's been sacked at least – five times he's been sacked six times uh in a game twice this right. season so you know you can definitely get to him uh they did a good job last week against Atlanta getting the ball out of his hands I'm sure they'll put an emphasis on quick three-step drops quick getting quick reads getting the ball out quick to not let the uh, Ravens get back there to him but this is a guy in Kenny Pickett who doesn't turn the ball over too often that's one thing about him uh, so, you know, the Ravens are – that'll be the great equalizer in this game. Who's able to force the turnovers in this game? Because they both right now uh, give up the same amount. But Kenny Pickett, he hasn't he hasn't uh, given up a turnover in quite some time. Actually, it's been the last four games since he's had a turnover. So, um, if he can keep that going and stay somewhat efficient – it could give it could give the Ravens a problem. Now the Ravens have done a good job of not allowing a lot of points. Yeah, they won't give up a lot of touchdowns specifically. So if and, and the Steelers are the type of team they can't they struggle to score. Yes, uh, they do quite, quite often. So it'll be a thing. Can the Ravens just simply go out there and outscore the Steelers? And with the Ravens playing with the backup quarterback themselves, I don't know if that'll necessarily be the case. And they have a defense that we'll talk about later that scores points for them. Uh, but the one thing that does worry me about the uh, pass game as well is that the Steelers have big play potential. A guy like George Pickens, you can throw it up to him, and especially, you know, when he's going up against a cornerback in Marcus Peters who guesses the way he does. If Peters guesses wrong, you know, Pickens can be out there having a highlight day. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, and so that, you know, that's my, my thing. He Pickens will go up and get it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, he's made some really great catches this season. And, you know, you are interested in seeing if the Ravens are going to find a way to shut him down. We know that, you know, at times they, they typically go by um, side of the field, not necessarily players. So sometimes you'll see, you know, a guy like Peters on a guy like Pickens or whatever. Mm -hmm. And people are like, why are they doing that? Now, look. The Ravens are going to have to find a way to get Marlon on their, their hottest guy. And that's just what it's going to be. And let everybody else kind of do their thing. Um, because what you can't do is start letting them get confident and moving that ball down the field. That's the 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 one thing that does concern me is because as outside of Marlowe, who are we relying on to, you know, be, you know, the guy that steps up? Um, from that perspective, we obviously know that Jalen Armour Davis, Davis was put on um, IR. Not that that makes, you know, much of a difference. He really hasn't played for weeks anyway. But there were people that were clamoring for him, you know, in Brandon Stevens' struggles. And so it's like, you know, that obviously means that there's a problem there, right? So you just, the Ravens' defense just has to find a way to help their secondary in this situation. And, that, and the best way to do that is just make sure that the guy behind center is uncomfortable. Simple. <laughs> it feels simple, it's a, right? It's been a while, you know, since they've had a monster sack day. Um, this, you know, this could be the game that that possibly happens going up against a rookie quarterback. We'll see if they can scheme something up to, to really get them uncomfortable. Absolutely. 